Hi everyone! Hello! And welcome to another episode of Plant Based It! Yay! Woo! So we're at the cottage right now, and yeah. uh, Chris's parents went out for a run, so we thought it would be yeah. an awesome time to tape a really quick segment. Now, um, My I, third episode. Yeah, I. Segment oh, sorry. So <laughs> I just wanted to say really quickly that I'm going to be taking down our old videos and then re-editing them really quickly with a new opening soundtrack, which you would have heard here, that my brother has made for us. So this video may or may yeah. not go out super soon. I'm not really sure. I'm going to be waiting well, we, on him. We do have technically another week. We're doing this one a early. week after we did our second episode. But I kind of want to keep trying to do it earlier. I like doing it I once know. a week. We, we're trying to do it once a week. We're, we're going to at latest do it twice a week. Yeah, so, so anyways, um, some technical difficulties with AdSense right now. Super sadness, which I think is caused yeah. by our podcast. So trying to yeah. fix that problem. But yeah, so we've got some fun topics we're talking about today. We do. Um, so we've got new news to talk about. We've got some fun questions that I've been getting a lot this week. I've got some brand new inspirations for myself. That's who were great. Old inspirations who I just found out awesome. were vegan awesome. this week, which was yeah. wonderful for me. So yeah, let's just jump right into it. So oh, we're not going to talk about how we did this week at all. No, no, we're we're now we're jumping we're, into our opening. We're, we're done with all. That. So oh, we are jumping into. Yeah. So what did we do this week? Ooh, we went to a really delicious Indian food place, South Indian, and had some delicious dosa. If you don't know what that is, it's a flat chickpea-type pancake, which you stuff with delicious, um, usually vegetables, vegetables, potatoes, potatoes, and it's wrapped, and then you you just, like, rip it off with your hands and eat it. It's so delicious. Give it a dipping. Yeah. Yeah. And and Um, it was mostly vegan food at this place. I was very happy. But I mean, again, if you go to the root of most cultures, if you go back to what they would normally eat, it's usually going to be something vegan or vegetarian. It's very true. So Indian food, um, mostly vegan, Mexican, same thing, Chinese, same thing. So yeah, anyways. What else? Anyways, that was that was a good week. Yeah. Um, We were pretty busy. Yeah. Lots of working. And um, now we're at the cottage. Yeah. I <laughs> only got one workout in this week. I, I'm sorry. It was out. my fault. I, I, um, we were doing cottage prep. We were getting ready for, for stuff at the cottage. Candace was busy making jackfruit. four meals. Yeah, jackfruit. jackfruit um, burgers. What else did we do? We got our sloppy joes together, sloppy joes, and um, um, and then also our soba noodles, our soba noodle dish. Yeah, um, and, and then, then dinner. Oh no, dinner's well, later. We're talking about that later. Our puppy needed to go into the vets to get yeah. her stitches out. She had she an had eye an eye tuck done. She's a basset hound, so she, her her eyelids were curling up into her eyes. Um, so we had we had a little surgery done for her, mm-hmm. and um, she's doing wonderfully now. Um, and and this is a nice segue into pets. What we just started, we saw a nice article online oh, yeah, that's right. about um, feeding your pets um, leafy greens and more veggies, uh, especially because I think everyone can agree that the quality of um, animal food isn't the best. No. Um, they basically get the remnants that nobody you can't sell to people it's ground up and turned into food so uh, we've started giving our dog sweet potato and she absolutely loves it and and kale and from the garden kale from the the garden for both of our cats and our dog and our one cat blaze is all for it he's eaten it 
um, Snowflake is was a little so bit. No, no, it. no. At first, she wasn't that keen, but then she realized, you know what? It's not that bad. So what I do is just chop it up super, super fine and mix mm. it in with their wet food, and um, then they kind of have to eat it. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And then whatever Snowflake just leaves behind, Blaze cleans out the bowl. Blaze so he's out. really good about it. He, he's he's been a lot more chill about his food, so it's it's been quite nice. Yeah. So. We're, we're always ecstatic to find any type of information like that to try and prolong our animal's life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's quality of life, right? Um, and so so that's that can be our segue into the... Um, do you want to do the questions you get a lot? Or do you want oh, to, sure. You ask the questions. Or do you want to do the news stuff and we can wrap up with the questions you get a lot? It doesn't matter. Whatever you feel like doesn't doing. Matter. You know what? Let's do the news okay, because that usually comes next. Um, and I think we can close up with all of that stuff because it fits nicely into the whole planting the seed idea. Um, so the news we want to talk about, um, especially because we saw this really interesting um, video talking about people going vegan, um, basically the nervousness of the meat and dairy industry. Um, so we'll they talk are very about nervous right now. Because people are reading less. So say where the article um, and this article is from oh, did 2016. I not print it off? Oh, there it is. Victorian government. No, no, no. That's oh. that's. This is from an Australian um, newspaper, maybe. Yeah, it is. A newspaper. Um, the article is by uh, a woman named Andrea Hogan. You know what? It, um, this, this all stemmed May from this doc that we watched this week called uh, yeah. Veg 2016. If you guys want to watch that on YouTube, it's only the first half, but. Um, like Austria, in Australia, they're scared. The they're dairy industry scared. is um, it's taking a hit, and the government isn't subsidizing them as much. And um, the the grocery stores that the uh, that the dairy farmers are selling their milk to aren't giving them as much money as they used to. And, and the they farmers throw out a lot too, are let's, let's essentially well. We'll talk about that just to wrap it up. <laughs> um, but but the farmers are basically going, hey, we need more money to do this. It's not becoming profitable. Um, and to me, the reality is uh, dairy farming isn't profitable. In North America, the government subsidizes it a tremendous amount. Meat and dairy. Both oh, meat and me. dairy, yeah. Um, and and um, what Candace was hinting at before, there there's a giant overproduction of uh, milk in North America, um, I found out this about this in the 90s, but like hundreds of thousands of gallons are dumped every day. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the big picture, you have to spend, as a dairy farmer, you're spending money to uh, raise the cow, which involves growing crops to feed the cows, um, having water to feed the cows, um, having the feed to feed the cows. Oh, you know what I just constantly um, keeping them impregnated, um, and I don't want to go into that. And no, save no, no. that topic for another time. When I was, um, I remember when I was younger, one of the commercials you'd see a lot around popular mechanics for kids was, oh, this is a great way to use up old things that that nobody wants. So it's like day old milk and like old baguettes, mm-hmm. and they would just sludge it all together. And then they would feed it to pigs. Yeah. It was so disturbing yeah. now that I think about it. But back then I'm like, yay, they're using stuff instead of throwing it out. But it's like, if you can't sell that milk, why are we making it? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, so basically it's just 
going to show that there's a big concern in Australia. I hope the Australian government moves away from it. It's a heck of a lot cheaper to just grow almonds um, than it is to grow a number of two-ton animals. And uh, that's so, that's one of the things is um, the the these companies are realizing that people are making a switch, yeah. and they're actually like the company Silk is now bought by a um, dairy company. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which one exactly, but all I can say is at least this means that they're realizing that there's more profit in this. At the end of the day. Um, yes, I would rather them not be owning this type of company, but if it means that they're moving away from from abusing and abusing cows, then it's a plus in my books. That's very And then true. if it's even if it's organic on top of that, even bigger plus. And it, it also comes down to voting with your dollars. That's so right. if, if more and more people stop buying um, dairy milk and we'll get into some 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 fun stuff in our next news news article about dairy milk. But if people stop buying dairy milk, then it will you're you're basically forcing um, the company to the change. company to change. You're forcing you're forcing a change in the world okay. and a very good change in the world. So, so our next little bit that we want to talk about. This was an article from um, June twenty third. Is it from Vegan Nutrition Essentials? Um, so the article is from Vegan Nutrition Essentials. It's six myths about soy debunked, um, and we we thought this was important because we're getting a lot of questions about um, you know oh well I heard heard this about soy and I heard that about soy. So let's just talk about some of the myths. Myth number one, soy causes breast cancer to spread. Um, <laughs> this was from a, a article, this was from a, uh, a scientific study done in 2008. Um, and and for some reason, they had, they, they it was with, done with soy milk, done with um, tofu, and they said that it increased the risk, but then another study was done in 2009, a year later, um, and it all all the soy products, um, soy milk, tofu, edamame, had a 32% lower risk of occurrence and a 29% de- decreased risk of death. So um, no soy does not cause breast cancer. We can keep that mm-hmm. nice and quick. Soy depletes nutrients from the body. Again, no, it does oh, not. Oh my goodness. Um, um, so it's just saying how, sorry, I've got the article in front of me, so I, I, I'm trying to sum it up quickly. Job of it. Um, so it's just saying how um, because soy contains something called phytates in it, it can prevent some iron, zinc, and calcium from being absorbed. Um, keyword there is some. You still absorb um, a considerable, considerable amount of all those nutrients. Um, and and then it will in no way deplete the nutrients in your body. So so the real issue was is uh, when during the studies is oh you're not absorbing all of those um, everything that's in the soy, uh, but at the end of the day your body can't absorb everything that's in it that you eat. Um, we've got another one saying soy inhibits um, thyroid function, and. Um, <laughs> They've got that um, women in the lower dose group show no change in thyroid function. So then, that's good. It's good. It doesn't. It doesn't affect. I'm just trying to see whether it was a study done in 2011. Um, 
so they were they were supplementing with soy protein um, to, to imitate a typical Western diet, um, and then so some women had had a high amount of of um, soy protein, and the women with less amounts of soy protein um, had no issues with their their soy protein intake. Um, another good one is soy causes feminization in men. Um, that's completely untrue. The estrogen levels in soy are incredibly low. The problem with this study is they were doing it with male rats, um, and it affects male rats completely different. You know what? Humans are different than rats. Imagine that. Um, the other myth is all soy is GMO. This isn't the case. Um, where all the soy, the GMO soy goes to is feeding cows. So um, essentially the way the GMO soy works is the cows eat it. If you eat beef, if you eat any type well, of, look at that. of um, you know, that type you're, of you're stuff, that. you're eating what the cows ate. So um, where the, the GMO soy comes into is if you're eating beef. So if you want to avoid getting GMO soy, then avoid eating beef altogether. That's right. Um, because what it's everything that you're eating, it's it's from other places. Um, it's from the source. Myths, all of these myths, you can say that all of these things happen to you when you eat when meat. When you eat beef and, and when milk. you have dairy, when you eat dairy. Um, the so estrogen ridiculous. content in, in cow's milk is incredibly high. It is higher than any type of uh, vegetable well, it's, it's you've ever been able to eat. because they've, they've genetically modified cows to be producing milk even when they're Constantly, pregnant. Constantly, yeah. So then the amount of hormones that they have in their system while they're yeah. pregnant is through the roof. It's, exactly. It's so it goes high. into the milk, and then yeah. you're drinking said milk. Yeah. And so that's that's how these boobs are formed. It's not because of the soy. I yeah. think they're just trying to find it's something incredibly else to high blame hormone it on. levels and, in milk. And yeah. like Dr. Greger said, um, if you been living under a rock since the early 2000s. That's when all of yeah. these studies and ideas came out about um, soy. But if you look at the Japanese culture, then yeah. then yeah, you can see that they have lots of soy in their diet, edamame or whatever, tofu. And, and tofu, and you know it doesn't affect them. No, they're and, not. And they've even done studies recently where they've taken men and women and put them on a very high soy diet, and yeah. they didn't find any ill effects from it. Yeah, and I just want to go back to the myth about soy depleting nutrients from your body. Um, this we found out, um, I think through documentaries that we watched, but the calcium content in milk is so incredibly high oh, yes. in cow's milk. Your body is actually fighting it off. It, it can't absorb the amount of calcium in it. Um, humans so aren't meant body, to So it, it actually leaches the calcium so it, from it your bones. So it leaches calcium from your bones. Actually, the first time we heard about that was forks over knives. Forks over knives, yeah. Um, and I think cowspiracy as well touches on it. Yeah. Um, so drinking cow's milk well, is actually toxic to us. Well, if you look at, at human breast milk, it has very low calcium. Yeah, it has the so least amount of calcium. I cannot calcium believe that this in information is coming out. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's been just a, out of control. I can say it's been a 34-year-old lie because I've heard it since I was growing of up. Of course. It, milk oh, does yeah. a body good. And, and being, um, being lactose intolerant, being lactose intolerant growing up and, you know, being having playing volleyball and the, the ball would be hurting my arms and stuff like that or because I was so, so short, you know, not because I'm a twin. But anyways, the always the thing people would say to me is, oh, you're not drinking enough you're milk. Drinking well, enough I'm milk. sorry yeah. that I'm lactose intolerant and I can't deal with milk. Yeah. Thank God I was because I think that, that we're – 
I personally feel like my mom tried her best to find alternatives for us, and I would like to hope that maybe I won't get breast cancer because I didn't have it in my youth. But we'll see. Yeah. You know, it's it's a big deal to me to to not have milk. So, anyways. <laughs> yes, as wow. you can tell. Passion, passion um, here. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I've been lactose intolerant since I was born. Well, so and, was I, exactly. And my mom went out of her way to find ways for me to have dairy milk. So, Which um, is the, totally different than how my mom went with it. Yeah, uh, so so that all being said, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, actually, I can talk about bodybuilding first. I can talk okay, about sure. my... I'll talk about my one I'm workout. I'm worried your parents are going to get back to Talk you, about so. my one... My, my, <laughs> um, first, I'm going to talk about... Uh, my workout, yes. Um, so I got my one workout in. I haven't mentioned this yet on our two other podcasts, but I finally got a bench press workout. And for all the guys out there um, who know who go to the gym, it's all about what how much you bench. Um, I'm building it back. I gotta promote uh, the slingshot, even though the guy who made it isn't isn't uh, vegan. Um, it's Mark Bell's slingshot. I use this as a self spotter. It's wonderful. Um, but I wanted to build to a max bench press. Uh, so my one rep max, um, I built back up to a 185 for one rep. Um, why I mentioned the slingshot is because I don't have a spotter at home. I wanted something to help push me a little bit more. And the slingshot's kind of like a, a self spotter for me. Uh, helps me get a little bit more reps. And this is the amazing thing about it is the 185 was a hard push. Um, hard enough that I didn't want to go heavier. And I threw the slingshot on. I got 185 for four reps. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pretty excited about that. Um, next little bit of excitement was in the little doc that we watched, they had um, one new influence, um, vegan bodybuilder Tori Washington, guy super jacked, all vegan, doesn't even do protein supplements, which is what I do as well, I don't take any more protein supplements, um, and and he's got a great build on him, uh, very inspiring for me. Um, new vegan influence, um, this guy I was following, he's an Olympic uh, weightlifter, I was following him... Um, three, four years ago, found out he's vegan, which really made me happy. His name's Kendrick Ferris. He broke the uh, U.S. record again, um, being vegan, and I was watching him lift maybe about a year ago. He's a and beast of a he man. He didn't look that good. He's, it's the best I've ever seen him look. He is a beast of a man, absolutely. The glutes on him are immense. Wow, um, He I is know. incredibly strong. And and the fact that he went vegan is just wonderful for me to see. Well, they even so, talked in this doc uh, about how there was so many people that it's like, oh, look at this world athlete. And guess what? They're vegan. They're and vegan. this athlete. Yeah. And they're, um, they're breaking records. All of them John are doing McDougal, amazing. Dr. McDougall goes on about how Carl Lewis came to him before he got all those gold medals at the Olympic That's Games right. on how do I eat. And McDougall was like, this is how you're going to eat. You're going yeah, vegan. Yeah. And Carl Lewis broke and all those guess records. guess what? Exactly. Um, yeah, so so we'll we'll keep it nice and positive to that. Yeah, so it's a super um, plus. You guys should really check out that plus. doc. It was great. You know what? I'll put Definitely it in the do. description box below. We'll, we'll put it in put yeah. a link in the description. I'm gonna start doing was, that for more. It things. was very inspiring. So okay. for all of our vegan listeners, um, so we could talk about um, our dinners this week. Or are you done with working out? Yeah, I'm okay. done with working sure, out. So Candice can talk sure. about what fueled us for the week. So for the week, we had um, a simple meal, which we periscoped. And I'll put our periscope down below. That was a lot of fun. But now that we've was, learned yeah. how, to, how to block very rude, weird people, yes. <laughs> we won't get into it. That's all we will say. Um, so we, it was uh, just barbecued, marinated tofu. Or, sorry, we, barbecue sauce, marinated tofu. And yeah. then we just put that in the oven. 
and um, we just had some delicious um, what was it kale was and kale. and yeah. rice and kale that and rice. that it was and beans it was so delicious yeah. um, and then mix it all together yeah. that was a really and that, really honest good to one god that really was it simple. guys so you you, you marinate the tofu for an hour then you cook it for twenty minutes bake at, it. Say, yeah bake it for uh, at four hundred. And, and I just want to comment too. I have a lot of trouble digesting beans, and Candace really soaked these well. She cooked yeah, them for a longer time. So that's what I do. I I soak no them. I soak them longer than than I usually would. And then when I put them in my pressure cooker, now this is only for people that are reconstituting beans. Um, I cook it. So these were pinto beans that we were making. Yeah. Uh, and in the pressure cooker, it only needs about ten minutes, but I kept it in for twenty. So that helps if you have a bean problem with your tummy. And then our next meal was a pasta dish. Oh right, we made an and alfredo. Was, oh my this god, was incredibly I, good. I just loaded Chris's plate, um, and my especially god, good fresh. He didn't think that he was going to eat it all, and he did. I didn't. So I had, it was the most food I've ever had on my plate. So in a yeah, while. We, um, it was. <laughs> I wish we had a picture. <laughs> um, seasonal vegetables, actually, yes. My Instagram. If you just type in candyware with an I and where um, W A R E, then you will see um, the meals that we make for the week. So yeah, I just loaded it on. It's supposed to be whatever type of seasonal veg you have, and then you just um, bake that with some lemon juice and zest and whatnot, and then you just add that into your Alfredo, and then the Alfredo sauce in itself is just um, cashews that you've either soaked or, or cooked um, with some water, with some nut milk, uh, nutritional yeast, nutrition, and, and yes, lemon juice, yeah. and some garlic. And you just blend that up and then dump it on top. It's the simplest way to yeah. have a creamy, nice sauce. So this, that one was an incredibly good gift meal. Definitely recommend yeah. it. Um, and which, then the other which, one was Sloppy Joe's. But we brought we yeah. brought them here, so it was very simple. It was just lentils that we cooked in the pressure cooker. And then you just dump a whole bunch of um, barbecue sauce. And yeah. um, what else was it? There was a red, red pepper, pepper onion. and onion and mushrooms. Yeah. And you just That's throw it. that on a bun. It's so divine. And we and put some, wonderful. We some, put vegan, some mayo. Ma vegan mayo. And yeah. that was that. So good. So simple. And that's the way to do it when you're going vegan. You want to make it very easy for you. Just wonderful. Um, and so now we want to wrap up. Um, and and this was something, uh, and I like I like how Candice words it. Um, and it's something she calls planting the seed. Mm -hmm. um, did we want to talk about the questions that you get a lot? I do. Just, well, I want to yeah. talk about this first. So um, I, um, you know, just teaching, just teaching a lot of people about veganism or if they have questions and whatnot and then you show them different articles or even our podcast or whatever we call it planting the seed because you're you're opening people's eyes up to you know the, maybe the cruelty that's going on or just the lies that we've been fed for years yeah. and years and and i i just like calling it planting the seed because it's it's something special to me that one of our girlfriends at work said to me. So anytime that, that you can get get any type of information to people, ultimately it's your decision what you want to do with the info. But I just think that people being educated yeah. on what is actually going on is well, important. And, and especially when like a lot of people will comment on how it's like vegans are, are very passionate. We are. We're very passionate about it because it's so much healthier. It's better for the environment. It's better for the world in general. That's right. And so, um, a lot of times, what ends up happening, and I think I'm a culprit of it sometimes. I know you were very passionate about it before, and it was like, you got to make a change. You got to make a change for your health. 
and so you're you're burying people's faces about it and so the whole idea of planting the seed is someone says oh you know i feel really bad you know or, or i've got this element and it's something that you know a vegan diet can help with and so you just simply say hey can i send you an article yeah do you mind if i can send you something um, or have you thought about changing your diet yeah do have you, you thought about reducing the amount yeah. um doing a meatless monday um stopping drinking milk altogether or just like just like little suggestions that help yeah. build them towards a vegan that's diet right. and, and that's what it's all about so, so i've some... been getting a lot of questions this week because i have been planting the seed a lot and also with uh newcomers to veganism so yeah do you want to read the so questions? um one of one of the first oh. questions oh, we've got some we get, some oatmeal on the course stove. I gotta keep um, and and i'll help field this one as well as I can, because Candace has been fielding it with all the, the people who've been coming to her, and uh, one of the questions that, that she gets a lot is, well, what about the stuff that you get in meat? Okay, um, I'm back. What about the, the iron or, the, or B12, or um, I don't think there is any other nutrient that's big in meat. Well, the way, I, I think the other problem plants. is this person had no idea what they were talking about, because yeah. they, they didn't even specify what it was, they're just like, but what about all the things you get in meat? Yeah. And and ultimately you can get all of the things you need from plants. Yeah. And um, the other silly thing is, um, if if this B12 was really shots if you need it. Yeah, well we get B twelve shots. Yes we do. And really if it was such a problem, don't you think our whole race would be dead by now? I mean yeah. we only found out about a lot of different nutrients about a hundred years ago. And yeah. it's it's really sad to think that you need to um you know, make sure you get all of these things every time because if you don't get one nutrient one day, then you'll make up for it another day. It's really not that big of a deal. No. Um and and um Going back to Candace's, the human race would be gone if we needed B12 shots all the time. Well, we um, got it from dirt before, that's why. Yeah, we got it from dirt before because we didn't clean all of our vegetables, vegetables quite, quite as well. Whatever. Right? Yeah. You pull it out, you start munching So that, that's why you need to get it. And, and ultimately, it's not something that's found on in meat. It's on meat because it's decaying. So yeah. it's, it's actually bacteria that's being formed on the meat. So yeah. people saying that you can only get it from meat is just so ridiculous. Um, and that can lead us to, um, but then how about the cows? Won't there be an increase in cows? Um, and Again, another silly question. The, the reality to that is um, if dairy farmers didn't need to keep cows in a constant state of pregnancy, if um, we just wouldn't have that an excess of cows, you wouldn't let's have be an honest. excess of cows. Like the reality is, is there's far too many cows on the planet right now. There's far too many any type of farm animal that's used for meat. All the methane in the environment. Um, yeah, there's a there's there's and a the big issue of, of, it, of, of methane is that. is so much shorter than carbon. So if we want to change the environment now, the best thing to do is to cut the methane. Yeah, because is, it has a has a lifespan. Of, I think it's five to ten, where carbon has a, a lifespan of a hundred. So, yeah. So all the time right now, it's gotta cut our carbon, gotta cut our carbon. It doesn't even matter because we'll never even see the change. Yeah, the bigger effect is on the uh, is methane. from all the uh, cow poop and methane, and so you reduce all of that. Um, like I was saying, the reality is, is you don't need that many cows. Um, they're more. They should be more of a pet now, really, exactly. because you don't need them for a work animal as well. Um, 
do we want to talk about our dairy farmers in Ontario less cruel to cows? Um, well, I could just touch on these other two points really quickly. Oh, so I had somebody saying, um, I hate when animals get harmed. Okay, but then you have to realize, what is it that you're doing every day that's really harming animals? You're eating them. Yeah. So that's all I'll say about that one. And then are the farmers in Ontario less cruel to cows? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know why I would know that answer. Um, but ultimately, I, I said, how would you know? How yeah, would you how know? would you know? You and, can't even bring And it's better to just not bother. It, because at the end of the day, not only is it bad for your health, it's bad for the environment. And ultimately, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So why would you even want to um, spend a dollar on that type of industry? All yeah. right, and then the next one was. Oh no! And the last thing I was going to talk about really quickly because I like having different tips at the end. So, okay. um, dinners or sorry, we already did that. So, topics is uh, dealing with family. family. So, the biggest thing is to just lead by example. I know we're really bad for that. I used to really try. Actually, I still do, but I'm trying. I'm trying to lay off on my family, sending them too many articles and things like that. But ultimately, you just have to lead by example. Yeah. Um, when you go against the grain in any way, shape, or form, we were even talking about this with your family yesterday, people feel threatened. So yeah. you just have to show, I lost 10 pounds. I, like, even Chris's mother noticed the change immediately. Actually, yeah. once we stopped eating meat, I immediately sh shred those pounds. Yeah. And, and immediately she said, oh, my God, you look so great. And, I mean, for myself, um, six packs coming in. I Same don't even do I don't even work out. Candace doesn't even work out. She's got her six pack. So, rocking. you know, it, and, um, and also giving, showing them the good food and just coming, coming with, with the idea that, that veganism does have good food linked to it. Yeah. So just, it, 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 I, it can be really difficult. Just always have food on hand and just make sure that, that you just don't let it bother you. You just say, that's yeah, nice. I'm I mean, going to let, eat like this. Let your family try it. Um, show them that it's good. Um, and but where you're going to get your protein? Just tell them it's not a problem when it's I eat enough leafy not greens a and no, beans. Hacking on the muscle over here, Don't so have to worry. <laughs> I'm not worried for a second. <laughs> but anyways, um, I think that's it. We'll sign that's off from the cottage. Today. I'm so happy we could get this done before Chris's parents came in and we had breakfast. We've got, we've got some oatmeal. We've got some oats. We've got some mango. We got some berries. And that's what we're having for um, breakfast, guys. I might mix in some PB for me. Yeah, Good old peanut that. butter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys have yourself oh, a great. For our next okay, sure. That's good. <laughs> uh, but you have yourself a Everyone great long weekend great if week. you're in Canada, and happy Fourth of July soon. To the American uh, yep, listeners, yep. Um, if if you're just listening in, please subscribe. Please listen to our our first two two uh, um, podcasts. podcasts to please check don't out forget what we to, about. to maybe leave a comment on iTunes or Stitcher or on SoundCloud. Yeah, any type of think. likes or any type of feedback at all is Anything wonderful. you want us to talk about as yeah, well. Definitely. We're very small still, so any type of comment is always welcome. Yeah, we read them all, so, so please, 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 please subscribe. Thanks so much, everyone.